Welcome to the Pretty Unlimited Podcast. I am Anna. I don't know. It always feels like I wish I could be like how a king <laughs> would say. You need... Um, anyway, my king... <laughs> hello. See, this is how I introduce you. Okay. So, my king is the owner, operator, employee, supervisor... Project manager of <laughs> Rock the Dub. Thanks. Custodian. I like it. Yeah. Custodian of Rock the Dub. And his name is Cal to the public. But to me, his babe. To Jaden, his dad. And to some of you, he is Chris. And your government name is Don't do that. I was but I was <laughs> gonna say you probably it's the way you were talking about a king, I was assuming it was going to turn into coming to America like a big fat dude just singing. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need. Maybe that, that'll be... See, I, and I sing so bad. I'm saying that's why but you... But even I can't sing as bad as he did. That's That was memorable, though. It was memorable, yes. It wasn't great. Yeah. What was it like, she's my queen? She's or... your queen to be. Oh, my lord. I'm going to, she's, sorry. And the only thing I remember out of the dancers is the little short dude. Yeah, he that, was. That knocked it out. Some people would call him fierce. Uh, I think he was in, um, when a dance with somebody, Whitney Houston's video. I think that was the same. If I'm, I feel like he did a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. See. He's you know, like the spud web of dancing <laughs> i mean low-key well the thing is short man um <laughs> sorry but short it, dick man go we, ahead put that in there <laughs> we, we, we talked previously about how this uh podcast was going to be going on tangents i'm not even sure what the the topic is this week but we're already going into a wormhole about we're going to introduce us three podcasts and we're talking about ourselves Short. I, I don't know if this guy has a name. I feel like. Well, no. I, I, I think his parents would beg to differ. I, with facts. And, and the checks was probably ill, too. Because I feel like he also danced for the Janet Jackson, the, the Rhythm Nation era. Oh, yeah. I feel like he was a dancer there, but I'd have to. I don't have Type enough. in almost dancer and see what comes. He was short. Rhythm Nation was it 1814. I still don't think I know what the 1814 stood for, but I believe it does have a uh, a thing. Would his name be on IMDb? See, there's like four billion Rhythm Nation dancers. They literally have Janet Jackson, some dude with the harmonica. Type in when to dance with somebody. All right. Whitney Houston. And mind you, we've had a number of shots of... Jack Daniels. Yeah, we are. Well, I had five, so and I the king over here is at king. number six. You're the only person that calls me the king. Uh, dancer. He was the only guy in the video. No. But he was definitely the short guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh, We're talking about videos and movies from the 80s. Well, it's not even that. It's just like I feel like the amount of dead air. While searching to record the or to to find this guy while we're recording, 
is not going to be pleasant for people watching it. Okay. I, All right. So let's do this. So the we already did a couple of podcasts. Yes. So I thought now would be the time that if you're still odd enough to still be listening um, to these tangents, uh-huh. that maybe we should introduce ourselves. Well, hey. I mean, well, and who will be mainly talking about? I I would say because Pretty Unlimited is your thing, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of your views, which I should apologize for now. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say the people who listen to you speak are here for listening to you speaking. Um, baby, you should introduce yourself to the people. Okay, so my name is Anna. And how you how do you do an introduction properly? Okay, so I'm a forty something year old year old wife and mom and worker bee and volunteer and blogger who doesn't like to actually do the blogging. Um so Basically, I wanted to have a podcast because I didn't have to type anything. True. And True. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm trying to make this uh, Pretty Unlimited take off. It's one of two projects. Uh, the other one is Time, the number four, Trenton. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into that. What? I found them. We'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get okay. into that later, though. So, um, so you found a little short. I found short, short dude. dude. Yeah, short yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. So, um, we have uh, Chris and I have been together sixteen years mm-hmm. and married thirteen, and we got married on our anniversary. Makes things easier. Mm-hmm. One anniversary to deal with. True. And we have three children. I had two daughters when I met Chris. But we just say we have three. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, it's not even just mm-hmm. say, it's facts. Yeah. Martika is 28, and uh, she will always be with us. She actually has autism, mm-hmm. um, semi-severe. Yeah, and, she has her moments. Yes. Too. And Kalila. Uh, she who, has her moments, too. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a 15-year gap between child two and child three and child three is Jaden mm-hmm. and um he has his moments as well he, he is he moments a, he is a whole moment by himself Word. and um we met at ETS wow throwback educational testing services in Ewing in Ewing and we met in the Q building which is why we have a cat who's 14 years old her name is Q that's one that of those skanky bitch. That's one of those jobs where everybody in the area has worked there. Yes. I, fe- I feel like ETS back then is what Amazon is now. You remember we used to call it Club Q? Everybody was Because everybody's fucking in there. Everybody. Not, us, I don't, us with each other. But anyway. I don't know if they were literally fucking in there. but Actually, like, it was weird because you were kind of sort of talking to that other chick. I really was not talking to her. And I was kind of sort of talking to that dude. You were probably talking to him more than I was talking to her. Well, he was talking to me more than I was talking to him. Facts. And um, I don't, even, I don't even remember her name. I don't remember her name either. I remember his name just because it started with a Q, so it was easy for me to. I don't. I remember he was tall and dark and had dreads. Yes. Um, but uh. Anyway. Yeah. So there is a 
three podcasts in, so I will mention again. There's a ten year age gap. Mm-hmm. So Chris was twenty. Something like that, yeah. Were you nineteen? No, I, I believe I was twenty. You were twenty. I was twenty nine, getting ready to turn thirty. Mm-hmm. And um, because <clears throat> uh, for a few months we're nine years apart instead of ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, and uh, we met and kind of clicked and. I thought he was, oh, my God, I thought you were so cute. You are so handsome. And um, on top of that, he was hanging out with a friend of mine, Kenny. Kenny. And Kenny is the ultimate friend. I saw, I saw a video of Kenny just the other day singing his heart out. He's so good. Club. What the fuck was he singing, though? He was, he was singing something that, like, I mean, because he, he's got a great voice. He really does. And but it was and he's a good performer. Well, that, that was a thing. It was like he because he had the microphone stand. And he was he was really into the performance. But it was a song I didn't I wouldn't have expected him to be singing. Um, fuck. And he's awesome. No, he's great. Yeah, someone did, I think someone had posted the video and he shared it. But it, it was definitely some like white rock song, and it sounds weird. But then I remember that like. And Kenny's not white, so... Yeah, he, he, is, he is black, but I know, like, a lot... He was into doing a lot of rock... Yes. ...music when he would perform live with and bands what, and stuff. what is Kenny's nickname for me? Uh, damn. I don't remember. Cream Puff. Cream Puff. <laughs> I found the video. Hold up. What is this song? Yeah. Start me up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw the other day. I was cracking up when I saw it on my timeline. Anyway. Okay, so a little background on me is, um, so uh, both Chris and I uh, grew up in Trenton, New Jersey, which is where we're from and where we do uh, a lot of volunteer work and everything now. Yeah. Um, so we have another uh, uh, Facebook group and blog and everything that we're just starting up called Time the Number Four. Trenton so time for Trenton mm-hmm. and um, we have been together 16 years married 13 three kids one granddaughter Elena mm-hmm. uh, she's two we call her AJ Elena Jasmine mm-hmm. and uh, I am uh, a mirage of uh, <laughs> ethnicities true um, we thought Irish Polish and Puerto Rican and there was a um, 23 and 23 and me that Chris got me 23 and me sponsor, sponsor the, the podcast <laughs> um, that Chris got me for Christmas uh-huh. and uh, I, was it like 15 or 20 15 to 20 different ethnicities popped yeah, in there a lot um, so we are Portuguese and Irish and English and German and Jewish and all types of percentages. There was like three different African nations in there. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like a whole lot of stuff. Very interesting. Um, uh, Native American and yeah, so blah blah blah. So um, the melting pot. Mm. So maybe that's why I'm big. Mm, no, I don't think that's no. how that works. I mean, Hagen does. I- <laughs> that that would be why. <laughs> um, Baskin Robbins, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
Uh, I am closing in on a 50 mark. Yeah, a couple more time. years. Got some time. Um, and we have a son that is going to be starting middle school next Jesus month. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. When did that happen? Um, so <laughs> About 12 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, we have the kids. We have the granddaughter. Um, we like to, we're just starting to travel a little more in the last few years. We're going to mm. be amping that up. Yeah. Um, Pretty Unlimited is my blog. And it's going to be getting uh, ramped up over the next few weeks. And um, hoping just to have a place other than my Facebook page to rant and rave and have proud mom moments and proud wife moments mm. and just be able to talk about things that I'm doing and um, things that I'm feeling and opinions and how I see the world and what I'd like to see the world be doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I would guess, you know, most people's opinion would be that I was like some libtard, blah, 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 whatever oh, fuck God. people it, like to say. Anybody using the term libtard is an idiot. And um, I have, we actually have a lot of friends that are conservative and um yeah but cons they're conservative but that doesn't mean they're straight up assholes mm, some, some, of them some, are. some are and i actually had the i i don't like to have friends that share my exact opinion yes um i think life is boring if everybody has the same fucking opinion that you do mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous and how can you have discussions when it's all leaning on the same side <clears throat> but i will not <clears throat> I will not give anybody the ability to call me a friend hmm. that is racist, <clears throat> that is homophobic, that doesn't 100% believe or strive to believe that everybody's equal. Sure. If you don't at least strive for that, then I don't want to be your friend because your friendship comes with clauses. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. 100%. So, um, yeah, so I work for, I have a normal day job. It's not fascinating <laughs> at all. I'm an office manager of me. Um, it gets very tedious, and sometimes I have to sexually harass myself because there's only me in there. Sounds about right. Um, um, <laughs> vibrator. So um, my husband is, and you will hear me say this over and over and over because I really, really think he's fucking hot. And um, he's insanely handsome, and he's so sweet, and he's so nice, and he's such a fucking sarcastic bastard. True. And that part's true. All of it's true. And um, he has his own site, Rock the Dub, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you want to talk about your job or not. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't really want to, but I will. Um, I'm a writer. I'm a deputy editor for pop culture over at complex media complex um, podcast sponsorship please we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see about that hey um, we did it for everybody else that's so. true that's true um i, I maintain my own blog rock the focusing on a lot of uh music stuff 
it's one of those things where I was doing it a lot until I got this job at Complex about six years ago. It was going on six oh years. Oh my God, it's been that long? It's been a while. Um, I'm trying to pick up the slack, but it's kind of just... There's so much that goes on in that job that it's hard to maintain time for your own shit. Um, but yeah, I'm 10 years younger than Anna, but I feel 20 years older at times. She, it's very funny to me because pe- a lot of people thought you were the older one. because I got the gray in my beard. I'm, I got the nice salt Well, because you don't dye yours like I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm never going to. One thing I I'm will scared to do. lose weight because the wrinkles will pop in. That's, I yeah. feel like the fat keeps the, the wrinkles nice and smooth. Nice and puffed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, I write. I do some volunteering. Uh, I love nerd shit. Comic books and movies and TV and worrying about stupid shit. Playing video games. Pro wrestling is a big thing. A big thing. Uh, I don't know. I say a big thing. It's a joke. But yeah, I mean, I'm, it's probably one of the things I've... It's it's the one pastime that I've been into for the most majority of my life. I was three years old with... I could watch with you. It was The Rock all the time. Yeah, and The Rock has not no. been a mainstay in years. Mm-mm. We could watch old Rock stuff if you want on the network. I could do that. Can we mute the TV? No, 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 no. Half the, half the fun is... Hearing the dumb him, shit him in his underwear. No, I mean, hey, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those things where if prostitution and like alcohol are two of the oldest professions, you've got the circus and some form of professional wrestling right underneath. They've been around for that long. See, and I look at professional wrestling like it is a steroid-infused soap opera. Then you're not wrong. And they... At least it, it, in its height, it was more steroid-infused than it is now. But yeah, you're not wrong. And and it, now I... And that's how I looked at it, like 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. And now I think I've kind of gotten to a point where it's... Old men... Mm-hmm. Trying to keep it going. Some. While in pain. Some, yeah. And just really, like, it's like those guys you see that, like, are, like, 45 years old and still talking about their high school days. But these guys are still still doing it, but they're risking. I mean, those, you know, those are the Hulk Hogan. Your and, hips ain't what they used to be, Buster. I mean, it's hips and backs and yeah. knee, knees is a big one. Um, I mean, it's a very... It's like I almost feel bad for them. Well, I was going to say it's a very tragic profession. Yes, I would agree. The high that a lot of these guys talk about. I think it's all the ego. Well, well, I'm saying like to go out, especially if you're in the WWE, to go out in tens of thousands of people. Even like, you know, you go to the, the, the Sun National Bank Center in Trenton. It's at least a couple thousand, depending on, you know, how many people are there. They're either, whether they're cheering for you or they're booing you, they're there because you elicit a reaction from them. Mm-hmm. That's a high. That's a high that these guys will chase for the rest of their lives, you know, for good or bad. But 
And there's people in wrestling have very annoying voices. Well, not everybody. What's the the um? <laughs> and it's always the manager. The managers are the most important parts. So I don't like the managers. There's that one guy. He's got like a little bit of hair, bald. Paul Heyman. Yes. He's probably one of the greatest Fucking. talkers ever. His voice is annoying. It's like nails on a fucking chalkboard. He's one of the, like, literally. And, and, and I, I was, hate Stephanie McMahon's voice. I'm not a fan of her. She sounds like she's anal. She, I mean, I, without getting, without turning this into a pro wrestling podcast, I, there's a, she's in a weird situation. She's in almost like a hypocritical situation. Only because the, the world of pro wrestling is always been about big characters and it really falls on a lot of stereotypes, which means that a lot of women get the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And right now and they're going to be doing that, that Sunday night pay-per-view. What is that? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. We're recording doing this. Like SummerSlam's a... coming up, but they were actually, no, 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 no. The one it's like all women. That's evol- I was going to say that's evolution in October. But yeah. the thing is, like, there's stories like that which are great. Like, you know, they're really trying to push to make, you know, fucking decades of women not being as equal to men. They're finally, over the last two, three years, trying to make women equal to men. And they're having a whole pay-per-view with just women. But that's at the end of October. A couple weeks after, they're going to Saudi Arabia for their second time. They're getting pay- rumored to be getting paid, like... 20 to 40 million to put on shows in Saudi Arabia. But because of Saudi Arabia, the women got to cover up. The women aren't there. Ah, they yeah. went there earlier this year. There was so, Steph McMahon has a high level executive position. Well, yeah, her last name is McMahon. She, she wasn't able to go. No women were on that card. It was all men. It was weird. Like you can't, it's hard to no, talk let me about ask you this. What's up? So, if the women weren't allowed to be there, mm. and Stephanie McMahon's voice I hear every time you're watching. Yes. So, do you think the Saudi Arabian uh, audience would have been disappointed? No. To not hear her because she's part of the norm. The well, two things. One, the audience. Where's Malayla? Where is Malayla? That's a good question. Shouts out to Malayla. Um, one. You talk about the men who are probably out there, old men who were just harping on their celebrity. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the people that they know the most. Like if The Rock went to Saudi Arabia to wrestle in this. Oh my they, gosh, they, it'd be crazy. They'd go fucking bananas. Like Triple H, who doesn't really wrestle anymore, he wrestled at the first time. And they he's were her husband. He is her right? husband. Okay. He married into a very lucky, lucrative situation. Um, I think your first word was correct. Either or. I mean, it was. it's a little bit of both. Um, but the flip side of that is even the audience. Like, if you were... A, I, from what I understand, the floor seats... And it was weird watching this shit. It was on, like, a Friday at, like, 10 in the morning because of the time difference. There were groups of Saudi Arabian men, you know, full, like... I don't know. I don't want to be discriminatory, but the full head dress and everything mm-hmm. they weren't even watching the shit they it was like those seats at ringside were so high money that they just paid to do that shit and it was almost like they were flexing on tv like look 
we're, we're so rich, we don't even have to be paying attention to this shit. But there were certain sections where if you were a man who had a wife and children, you could purchase tickets. If you were a man who was single, you were up in the nosebleed. It's, well, dang. The, the, the dynamic over there is so weird. And a Classification. Lot of, and, and a lot of it is based off of you know, gender roles and things of that nature. So it's it's just funny to talk about the WWE being so forward with women and how they portray their women here. Now, see, I actually don't like that you use that they're being so forward because they're so behind no, on being I'm, forward. When I say forward, I mean it's the idea that in America and from you know, from now until October, that's what the, that the show, the Monday night shows don't normally end with the women, but now Ronda Rousey's in like the final match of the night on their biggest show. They're putting that out on front street in America. When you go to Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't even know that there are women on the roster. So, you know, because, but I mean, going back to what I do, because I follow pop culture and I follow pro wrestling I keep up with a lot of this stuff because it informs me on the things I have to write or just putting, you know, a clear perception of the whole landscape. Like I, I'll probably, we've talked about, you know, in the past when we're 80 years old living on Russell Island, (laughs) I'll probably be gunning the golf cart to go back home because I'm going to imagine Monday night's pro wrestling is going to be on oh my gosh but it's it's one of the oldest industries they i don't know this is not a pro wrestling podcast the funny part is in our relationship i have avoided it at every and and um there are times that i resent it Mm -hmm. um Monday night, and then sometimes there's like other nights, and then there's Sunday night, and then you do the podcast with the other guys on mm-hmm. on Wednesday or Thursday night, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, can you just come to bed? And so it's like two, depending on if there's like a, a pay per view thing going on on Sunday, then it's like three nights a week that it like sucks up our time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I don't like wrestling. Yeah. Um. If The Rock was to come out, I could probably get past that. The Rock's been um, out. Not often enough. Not often, to, but yeah. he's been out. He's been out. Um, you know, but uh, you do the wrestling. What's the wrestling? The Black pod- Wrestling Podcast. Back, black, spell it. B-L-A-C-K-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Blackwrestling.rockthedub.com is the website. Okay. So, um, you do that. You work for Complex, mm-hmm. and you have Rock the Dub, mm-hmm. and then you are also a father of three. Yes. A granddad. Yeah. Your little baby AJ. Shouts out to Elena. And uh, and then we both, uh, we, we actually just stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was volunteer coordinator for Artworks Trenton. Yes. For seven years. Mm-hmm. And um, you were doing the social media. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was an event uh, <clears throat> called Art All Night that we both did for 
seven. <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat for uh, seven years. I saw that Jack Daniels. Yeah, you know, and um, I had already given uh, gave them my notice. Was that December? I think. Yeah, you <clears throat> let them know a while. Ago. Yeah, that I was going to be leaving my position. Um, it was a volunteer position, mm-hmm. as uh, Chris was volunteering also, mm-hmm. and we volunteered a lot in and around Trenton. And mostly with artworks, but we also did like the Trenton People's Book Fair and Sage and yeah, TDA and all these other, you know, places. A lot. And um, at some point I realized it's seven years and I've probably donated a, a couple thousand hours in seven years. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to volunteer... But in a different aspect. I yeah. just, I really just, part of it was I really just didn't want to be in charge anymore. But the majority, that ma- makes a lot yeah, of sense. The majority of it was our son is starting middle school. Mm-hmm. So I really just wanted to be he- here at home available for him. Um, part of that is he has anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. Part of that is, and this is going to sound fucked up, uh, the school shootings scare me to death. It's the reason he so, got an iPhone. You know, um, you know, and just his homework's going to be harder. He's going to have more of it. Um, so doing these like midweek meetings for two, three, four hours, whatever, it's just not going to be conducive. It can be a lot. To be, uh, you know, and you're in New York mm-hmm. four or five days a week, you know, dealing with your job mm. up in Manhattan. So I felt like, you know, I need to put my family first Mm -hmm. um and not that i hadn't done that before but it was a balance between artworks and and the family yeah they i mean you know shout out to the artworks team but that can consume a lot of time yes um and i have no regrets about it at all you know i'm super proud of everything that we did Mm -hmm. with them and i'm still going to be volunteering for them art all day is coming up the first saturday in november yes and um, it's an amazing, uh, hugely amazing um, uh, event that happens to introduce uh, people who do tours. Uh, you start at Artworks and you are basically taking a tour of all the art uh, studios and galleries and places or businesses that do art and have art showcased um mm-hmm. in and around the city of trenton no in the city of trenton not in around city. in Fact. the city of trenton Fact. and it really really does broaden your perspective and open your eyes to what is available here mm-hmm. and um so chris and i were seven art all nights Jesus. in to uh volunteering at that event Mm -hmm. and i was one of the organizers and chris was right under me as a captain and running all the social media and um this year was our 12th year it was uh back in june and we had uh something that we were not expecting yeah that's an understatement yeah and we had a mass shooting. Mm. 
And uh, I'm not going to get into the details because uh, there's like legal shit. And so I don't want to get into any anybody into trouble, especially myself or us. 100%. Um, but uh, I had already given notice and Chris was right behind me with that. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that was already we were. We admitted. Yeah, we had already discussed that. Yeah. And just because our son was starting middle school. So 100%. so um, well, and, uh, middle school and like. Me personally, I already knew that my job was going to be getting much more. Well, yeah, and people don't know this, but you actually were recently promoted. I, I so, was recently. and that's the thing. It was like I, because my job, like I'm already handling a lot of pop culture stuff at Complex, but also I was working on uh, Peter Rosenberg's uh, late night show that hits YouTube every week. This it's this second season Wednesdays at seven p.m. Um, I, that was starting back up. So I already knew my days mm-hmm. were going to be a lot crazier. And literally I put in my notice and then maybe two or three weeks later, I got word that I was going to be in a, in a much more senior position. So yes. yeah, it, it's, it's almost like I spoke what I thought into existence. Yes, absolutely. But, but, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, we're both still going to be volunteering with artworks mm. and that won't stop. You know, the, um, I think we kind of bitch and moan and complain, you know, all of us do. Yes. And, but they are family 100%. and, um, and you know, there's, it really is, at least for me, mm-hmm. very much the hub of Trenton. Always, always. And there's n- probably nothing I wouldn't do for them. You know, I'll be volunteering for them for Art All Day mm-hmm. as a tour guide because they need people that that like to talk. And so, okay. <laughs> and there's a reason. Hello. Have a podcast. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> so, um, you know, but yeah. So who we are is. The Davenports, mm-hmm. and you know, three kids and a granddaughter, and we volunteer in our community and things like that. And so, we wanted to transition. Well, I wanted to transition um, being out of the house into being more available to our son, but I didn't want to give up doing what I could for Trenton. So I came up with Time for Trenton mm-hmm. and shouts to Leon Rainbow for the design of the artwork for it. Um, and so the idea for Time for Trenton is basically a positivity page. Uh-huh. So it's going to be events and opportunities for volunteers and opportunities for nonprofits and uh just anything that's going towards building on the city's positive reputation mm-hmm. and uh, showcasing businesses that are really about the city and not trash ass. Uh, trash. I'm, I'm trying to not name you know who. Yeah, don't name any names. Um, so not, you know businesses that are selfish and only worried about themselves and mm-hmm. you know that's not what this is about we have to build this as a community and uh, trenton has a very bad reputation that is 30 percent earned i'd say yeah and um you know some of it is earned and a lot of it is bullshit 
And um, a lot of, and I mean, a lot of that bullshit is what racism and serious. A lot of it is racism. A lot of it is fucking burger bits that moved out of the city 20, 30, 40 fucking years ago and sitting there talking about how all the black people and Hispanic people ruined their fucking neighborhoods, but they sold out their own fucking homes. So, burger bits, yeah, I like that, yeah. So, um, (laughs) and the South Trenton River rats and all these fucking assholes, yeah, burger bits and river river rats, rats. yeah. So, basically, a lot of old white and Italian people Mm -hmm. who moved out, black oh my god, a fucking black person moved into the goddamn neighborhood. I'm up, I'm out, yeah. And so, instead of staying and saying, hey, this person. Uh, moved into our neighborhood, let's welcome them. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's show them how we like the neighborhood to be. Doesn't mean they have to abide by what we like. But let's show them this is what we do. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. Let's welcome them. Let's welcome them into our circle. They didn't do that. They fucking tucked their tail between their, their legs and they fucking hauled ass out of the city. Damn and... Now they're on Facebook on like the different Facebook pages that shit all over Trenton. Them old Trenton yeah. people. Yeah. And they don't even live in there. They're like fucking throw a bomb on the city and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I just hope that their fucking testicles and vaginas just shrivel up and Damn. fall off and, and that's it. They and um, you could tell when people don't have enough sex because they're so angry. <laughs> like, and you could take that out on sex. And have like a really angry orgasm yeah. and be okay. And be fine. Yes. Mm. Um, but these people just, they shit all over us. Mm. And they choose to not see the positive side. Facts. They choose to ignore the arts community, which is fucking doing it. The, in only, the, city. the only community that's yes. actually doing it, yeah. You know, so. And that's no disrespect to the artists and, and everybody that out there, but uh, I mean the the musicians and everybody that are out there. You but, are part of the arts community. Yeah, I mean we the, look at art like music, art. But you know, e- but know, I art. would say that specifically the visual arts mm-hmm. made a very big lane for a lot of the music out there. I, because, would I mean, because how even with the Levitt Amp series, they're out. At, Shout out to Joe Kazumka. He's got him in Mill Hill Park. But guess what? Hi, Boo Boo. The <laughs> he still makes sure that people are doing, and that's Trenton Downtown Association. That it so shouts out to the TDA. They're sponsor the podcast. Spon- well, yeah, TDA should sponsor the podcast. Um, <laughs> there's still people doing murals out there. Yeah, on a regular basis. So the you, you I don't want to say you can't have one without the other, but I will say that. The arts community opened a big lane. Yes, for, absolutely. I mean, shit. Look at someone like Black Hollar Biz. Like, amazing. Him, him being a part of the atelier was a big boost for his career. And let me say, and he's he's probably gonna love if he if he hears this. Yeah. Um, he is probably the only, and I've met a ton of musicians over the years. Mm-hmm. But he's probably the only musician I've ever met that I'm like, this is the one that yeah. should be making it. 100%. This is the one 100%. that should be like the multimillionaire that would hopefully take my phone call and loan me five hundred thousand dollars. That wouldn't expect me to pay it back. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll black collar biz is like the the fucking talent is there. He's. Uh, He's dedicated to the music. Yeah. He's, you know, and 
he doesn't he doesn't mince words. No. You know, not at all. but he does it in such a way that it's very creative, but the fucking flow is there. And the think, flow is there. And I love the music side. Yeah, yeah. You know, the music and the production of the music behind his voice mm. is so good. Yeah. It's so good. He's smart. He's smart. You know? I mean, from what I know now, by the time this drops... I should do a Black Collar Biz commercial. I he, think I just did. Yeah, okay. big facts. I think <laughs> by the time this comes out, he should have his next album out, The Get Back. Um, we'll see... What, how Buy it on iTunes. Facts. We'll see how that's doing. But yeah, from what I understand, by the time this is out, that should be out. Um, but yeah, I, I do not remember the point we were getting to. Okay, so we we're just introducing. That is what we were doing. We were doing. Okay, so we... Um, oh, the four babies. The four babies. Jesus. These cats. <laughs> One, I mean, because you say four, but it's really like... Eight? Oh my god. Well, it was Boo Boo, Sully, Tabby. Was there another one? No. Well, what's her face was here for a hot week and a half. What was the name of that cat that was here? What cat? The cat that stayed under the bed. Oh, Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Zoe. She was here for like two months. It felt like a day and a half. Okay, so we had. So we have a thing for well, I have a thing for cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I I like cats because they're independent and you kind of don't have to give them as much attention as you do a dog. Yeah, as long as you clean their shit and give them food, they you, they don't have to do anything else. And with pet them. them for five three minutes because that's all they can do. If that if, if the cat that. wants to be pet, you know. So we had Sully first. He was actually my first gift to Chris. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he was a polydactyl. So yeah. He had extra thumbs on each paw. They they called him an Einstein cat. Cause no, I guess, Hemingway. Hemingway cat. I'm Hemingway sorry. Hemingway cat. Hemingway had mad cats that had the ex, the six extra thumb thumb mm-hmm. on their on their front paws. And then we had Boo Boo, mm-hmm. who my sister brought us from. She got her from like a 4-H or something. Deaf, dumb, deaf dumb, and blind when she came in. And room. had mites and fleas. Yes. So uh, thank you to my sister for costing us like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> when we first got the, uh, this little kitten. Um, and then uh, our daughter, Kalila, was coming home from her friend Jennifer's house. Jesus, yeah. It was snowy Tabby, shit. yep, it was snowing. It was dead winter. It was like a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. And Tabby followed her home. And so we had, we brought him in. We couldn't just, we, we just couldn't leave him outside in the yeah. snow by himself. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. So we brought him in. We actually only had him for a month. Mm-hmm. And I found out he had leukemia. It was really bad. And he was going to be, he was about to start being in monstrous pain. Yeah. And uh, so we, we, we put him down. Mm-hmm. And then we got Q, mm-hmm. who's named after the building that we met in. Yes. And she's still here. She's like going on 15. Fucking old ass. We just, we just started buying her senior cat food. It's lickable food because she can't chew that, that much anymore. That shit is like tapioca. It smells so bad. It's kitty tapioca. And then we got Anne, mm-hmm. who is spelled A-A-N because we found her at the Roebling Wireworks building where Art All Night is held every year. Yeah, a kitten under the steps. And, uh... And every time she's she's actually sitting right here. Every time she's bad, I threaten to put her ass back in the steps. Yeah, and then she um, shuts the fuck up. Yep. And uh, she's mean as hell. She is a mean old ass. She's also hefty as hell. 
She well, because that's the she, thing. She's what like four, five. Yeah. She's stocky. Yes. When you she, pick her up, there's some dead weight there. She got comfy real quick. And then and she um, acts like the she's the alpha in the house. Yes, she is. Even though Q's the old one. Q's got a good ten years on her, but Q is definitely not the alpha. No. Not like Sully or what Sully no. was. And then uh, two years ago, uh, somebody dumped a cat on our porch. I, I wish I knew how this cat ended up on our porch. I know. So all I know is I was at work and I got a call from the kids and there was a cat on the porch. And mom, we don't know what to do. The door's open. What do we do? And I was like, just don't do anything. I'm on my way home. Yeah. Got home. And it was this beautiful mm-hmm. uh, striped cat. Um, on the porch, and she was without a doubt the friendliest cat I had ever seen. Mad she was friendly. all over me and just rubbing her face on me, and she's like, "Oh, let's be friends. I love you so much." And yeah, it felt and, like um, it was somebody's cat, low key. But. Yeah, and so our friend Katie, mm. uh, we posted on Facebook because we couldn't keep her. No, and we couldn't um, even bring her to the house. No, and uh, so we posted on Facebook. That the cat needed a home. And then uh, Katie came and got her and took her to a friend of hers. And then um, they had her for a little while, for like weeks, maybe a couple months or something. And then Katie hits me up on Facebook Messenger Mm -hmm. to let us know that they had named the cat Peaches. (laughs) And she was not a Peaches, but I'm with it. You know, and Peaches had just given birth. Uh So when we gave. Her peaches, peaches is pregnant. Yeah. So we felt, we always felt like whoever uh, dumped her on our porch they knew. probably knew she was pregnant. They knew. And so savages, yo. Peaches was only here for like a few hours. Peaches. But then stop. <laughs> no. Well, no, because you know I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interject, but we were talking about coming to America. This makes me think of fresh peaches. Oh my god. The twins. But anyway, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Go go ahead. So then. Peaches had the had her kittens, and they named them uh, like Pear and Mango and yeah. <laughs> all these fruit names. White, Kiwi, white people. Hello, and um, <laughs> and uh, then the last two kittens, they couldn't find homes for them. Mm-hmm. So, Jane's birthday was coming around, so we decided. I decided um, <laughs> to ask Chris if we could take the last two because we had we had actually talked about getting another cat, yeah. but because uh, Sully had passed away, Boo had passed away. Damn. Uh, we had Zoe in between Cute. Tabby and Anne, but Anne wouldn't let Zoe stay in the house. Because yeah. she would attack Zoe. And so Zoe lived under our bed for like two months. How old was Zoe? Zoe was a few years old. But somebody in Philadelphia, had that the original owner to Zoe, mm. would, um, didn't want her anymore and had literally put the cat out of the house. Word. But she's very, you've seen it, she's very timid. And yes, she was like, timid's a great word. Go she's ahead. very timid. She's very... Um, Easily flustered, and mm. you know she just couldn't handle that. So our again, Katie uh, went all the way to Philly, found and got Zoe, and brought her to us. Uh-huh. But then Anne wouldn't let her be in the house without beating shit out of her. Yeah. So her all, my time. friend Franny 
wind up taking Zoe. That's right. So, um, anyway, so Peaches had the kittens. Nobody would take the last two. And so we took the last two brother and sister named Frank and Marie, who were named after uh, Frank and Marie from Everybody Loves Raymond, which Mm. at the time was Jaden's favorite TV show. (laughs) True. True. And that's the show. Elena, I'm sorry, but anytime you were a baby and you had to go to sleep, we would just put Everybody Everybody Loves Loves Raymond Raymond on. And literally... (laughs) Within two, three minutes. Within under five minutes, your ass would be asleep. Just so you know. So, uh, remember, if you have, like, a two-year-old and they won't go to sleep, put on Everybody Loves Raymond. They will go the fuck to bed. So, basically, this podcast is going to be on my on my stuff. But um, Chris and I are basically just going to be talking about whatever's going on and whatever books and movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. stuff that we're doing. And it's basically going to be us doing something together. Work. And um, uh, we have a lot of love. Mm-hmm. We have a really good family. You'll be hearing about us, uh, hearing about us talking to, or about, I'd rather, uh, his mom. No. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, Nadine, a.k.a. Nana. Uh, you will hear once in a while about us uh, talking about our kids, uh, my sister Jennifer, Never my sister, Nacy, um, and probably never about my family. Um, uh, let's just say not good vibes there. Uh, a lot of race issues, a lot of, uh, hostility, a lot of, um, um, illegal, immoral, unethical people that are not me. Yeah, we won't, we won't get too deep into this. No, I'm actually debating whether or not I want to do that, but I wouldn't do that with you. I mean, hey, no problem. Whatever you want to do. You know. Um, Whatever you try to do. You know, so we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, uh, the first two podcasts we did were about vacation stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, we don't know. We'll see what the fuck it is. And I think that's probably it for today. Well... At the top of the podcast, we talked about a short man who danced in uh, Coming to America in Rhythm Nation 1814. He was not the same guy in... No, it was the it was definitely the same guy. And Whitney? And Whitney Houston? Uh, no? It doesn't list... Okay, then this probably wasn't him. Whitney Houston on IMDb anyway. But he has a lot of random... Like, there was a time frame... All right, his name was Jimmy... Locust, and just so we're clear, is that like how tall he was? I mean, just so you know, just locust. so you can see, that's him, right? That is him. That's yes. him. Yes, the short dude. He um, looks like the oldest twelve-year-old. Yes, he's got like a, he's got progeria. Now I can't find his age. I've been looking because like he did the he did like that. What's that? Um, Janet Jackson, Benjamin stuff. Button. He's got the pension. Well, yeah, <laughs> let, let, me, let me show you. I'm sorry. This is a whole podcast, so all you hear is audio, but, like, this is him as an older man. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he is a... He's got progeria. Wow. I mean, he, he is a very... He's a shorter guy. Um, he was... All right. He was not only Rhythm Nation 1814 and Coming to America. Apparently, he was a clown performer <laughs> in, <laughs> in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You ever seen that movie? 
I've heard of it. I've not watched it on purpose. The clowns, they were literally from outer space. They would turn people into popcorn. We pl- I, I had them play it one you year. You know, if I'm drinking water and you chew, <laughs> and you don't want me to spit all over your microphone, you should probably not say things like that. I, uh, I played it one year during Monsters Ball at Artworks, full circle. I, did, I don't know what scene he was in. He was on an episode. Was of- it worse or better than Southern Comfort? Pro- it's it's like a C movie. Southern Comfort was probably actually good, but I never listened to it. I just watched the visuals. Killer Clowns from Outer Space knows that it's like a very ridiculous premise. So it, it kind of leans into that. But this man was a dancer on Amen. He was a dancer on Teen Witch. He was... He played Ricochet in that movie Lombada. I love Lombada. <laughs> Which is, there was, it, it wasn't, it's not the forbidden dance. Group. Oh, fuck that. It is Lombada. But yeah, he's got a history and I guess he's done, he's done like choreogra- choreography. He for did like La-, La Bamba or Lombada? Lombada. Okay. La Bamba was a good film. He's I was going to say, there's no way he was in that. No, he, I don't, he's not Mexican enough for La Bamba. I should download that though. Um, yeah, he did choreography like the Atlanta Hawks and... Worked with Warner Brothers. I love Lombada, the Forbidden Dance. That was my shit. My mom, what the fuck are you watching this spick shit for? I swear. Two different films. Because they made, just like when hip hop broke, I watched this whole documentary. There's a really trashy movie production company. Can't remember the name right now. I think it's called the Canon Group or whatever. But they were really big on cashing in on the shit that was going on right now. And. They split when the Lombada dance was a craze. So one person from the company made Lombada and the other company made the Forbidden Dance. What am I looking at? Kiwi Offices. <laughs> Shouts out to Kiwi Offices USA for following Time for Trenton on Instagram. I don't know. Literally just happened when the podcast was going on. But yeah, Jimmy Locus is the short guy's name. Next time you watch Coming to America or Rhythm Nation 1814 and you see a short black guy, that is him. And that is what we do here. There you go. We, we find the random tan, tangential shit <laughs> and make sure you know what's going on. So the purpose of this podcast was to introduce ourselves. We did. And then we introduced Jimmy Locus as well. We sound like we got fucking ADHD. And that... I mean, we kind of do. Well, I do. For sure. I don't know if I have ADHD. I think I drag you along for the ride. <laughs> I'm, well, you know, I think the key... And you're so used to talking to me, so... But I think the key to that, though, is those are... And, and that's probably all-encompassing of not only our relationship, but the podcast. It's like taking those journeys mm-hmm. off of the beaten path. You find some of the best shit there, or at least some of the, the, the funniest shit there, you know, so... Like, I will say, 16 years being married, and, and or being with you and 13 married, Yeah, we never run out of stuff to talk about. No. No. We, we, and we will do stuff like, okay, what's your top three most hated hip-hop artists? Random. What's your, what's your top three, uh, which is your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street? What's your, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what's your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street? Still the first one. Uh. I like the one when you found out who his who his uh, mom was that she was the nun. Was that that was the one after the one that Roseanne and Tom Arnold were in? 
why are you talking about that bitch? Because I know. I'm sorry. Those films. I'm sorry. Was I? Should I apologize to her? What she say? The video is going to. I thought the bitch was white. Um, yeah, I think she was in the one at, before that one. Yeah, because calling somebody a bitch is supposed to make up for that, you know. She thought she was white. I don't know, but I guess <sighs> well, we, we are we done. Is is that a wrap for this week? Uh, yes. So I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Who knows what we'll be talking about? <laughs> if you can count the topics in this one, let us know. <laughs> Facts, yeah. And the uh, uh, so the website is prettyunlimited.com. Mm-hmm. The SoundCloud is under Pretty Unlimited. SoundCloud.com slash Pretty Unlimited. And at this point, you should be finding Pretty Unlimited on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, want to tell us how you love Roseanne Barr, Thomas, whatever. I guess it's Barr at this point. But don't. Mm. I don't want. I don't want to know anything about your love for Roseanne. Yeah, um, you can send that to uh, prettyunlimited at gmail dot com, and just know I will mark you as spam. <laughs> Facts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mwah.